Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, my name is Davota Lawson, and I was just on Me, Hot, and Everything Else broadcast with Stephanie. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Me, Her and Everything Else. It's your girl Stephanie Coker at Dirinokum here and joining me today on this, <laughs> this is going to be a bombshell episode by the way, <laughs> is none other than the queen, Dabota Lawson. Hey. Oh my gosh, girl, we go way back, but hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Guys, today we're going to be talking about um, <clears throat> something I feel like people have spoken about a lot. But a lot, yeah. Yeah, but I think it's, uh, it's it's cool to talk to somebody that's been a pageant queen mm-hmm. as well. Because we have a lot of people that have a notion that pageant queen winners tend to be on the fairer skin tone side. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't have to guess. And, and about just generally too. have the pressure to, yeah. you know maintain a certain mm-hmm. skin tone mm-hmm. yeah yeah so guys if you haven't guessed already we're talking about skin bleaching today mm-hmm. and um the effects uh the the notion that it means you're more beautiful because i'm sorry i'm just gonna say this but just because you're light skin doesn't mean you're final no, no. <laughs> like a lot of people out here be thinking they're like really, really ah, i feel bad saying this but really really fine and it's like no you're just light skin but that doesn't mean you're not beautiful, but you can't now see someone. They feel like maybe if they see a dark skinned person, they're like, oh no, oh, she's not, oh no, she can't, she's she can't not, compete. It's yeah, fine. it's, it's a typical mentality with black people, mm. not even like Caucasian people or Asian people. It's black people that do that even more. So when you're light skinned, it's more of a thing that like you're more attractive as opposed mm. to beautiful. Everybody yes. who's light skinned and beautiful, but mm-hmm. most likely more attractive. You'll just notice the person because, you know, they're just this, they look yeah. like. A, yeah, it's like the light as well, you know. So, you know, like on That's set. not to say dark skinned girls are not attractive. Of course. They are attractive, but um, I don't know why. I just don't know why. 
I don't know why people would just say a light-skinned girl yeah. is more attractive. I Yeah, you know, it's this whole, like, the you know, from slavery and all that and the way they segregated us, you know, okay, these lighter people, they let them come inside the house and the darker ones, you know, continue picking cotton. So mm. I guess, you know, it all really stemmed from there, but we've really not let it go. Mm. Um, and especially in this side of the part of the world, like Africa, <laughs> it's, it's crazy because we need melanin in this country it's hot in this con- mm-hmm. on this continent it's mm-hmm. hot so i don't understand how women would just sit down and start stripping themselves using harsh chemicals and the worst part is they're using it on their babies okay, that's something i recently kids. heard people bleaching their kids i still don't want to believe that no it's true i actually I still don't want to believe that was that. bleaching her child why would you bleach because she didn't want because she was dark skinned she said she didn't want her child to be dark, to be, you know, like a, not an outcast, but to, she just wanted the child to be able to attain the height of success or whatever. And she thought that that would come by them being You know, generally, someone told me one time that um, even as a child, if you had a black and a white paper in front of you, mm-hmm. you're most likely going to pick the white one. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, human beings, we associate brightness with, light yes. with beauty with mm-hmm. goodness and darkness with evil evil and all kinds of things so um we grew up following the western world and majority of the people that are mm-hmm. from that environment are white so we just feel they're lighter they're brighter yeah we, for us to achieve or be like them we need to also look like them but mm-hmm. People still talk about bleaching in terms of self-hate. I wouldn't say it's a thing of self-hate. I would say there's a lot of insecurities. I would yeah. say there's there are cases of um, skin disorders. Like for me mm. personally, the first time I ever um, put any kind of toning or skin lightening cream on my body mm. was when I was 21, I think. Um, I had just dyed my hair and I thought I was having a, like a reaction to the dye. So I just had it breaking out. All over. Okay. And one thing led to another. I noticed my back was covered in acne as well as my chest, you know, and this is me who is, you know, everything beauty. Mm. Um, I, I was not yet a beauty queen at the time. I wanted to be, I wanted to be a model. I wanted to be out there. How can I have all this? thing that look like rashes whatever all yeah. over my back around my chest on my face and um my first course of action was to lighten those spots take away the scars remove them mm. and the easiest thing i could get my hands on at the time was toning creams and how easy was it for you to get that um is it lit was it just readily available i mean at the time i was in the uk okay so it was um creams that had um hydroquinone two percent in it i had researched on them mm. um how to remove dark spots how to remove mm. the acne how to remove the pimple yeah. and that's how it started yes and that's how it started and one thing led to another i'm trying to clear up my chest mm. my chest is looking lighter my chest can be light my back is light my arms are dark right my face is white my body is dark so you have to blend. Next thing, I'm putting it all over my body. Mm. And people are complimenting me saying, oh my God, I like the way your skin looks. You look fairer. You look nicer. You look, you know, people are actually responding to 
you look good. You look better than before when mm. I had not touched anything. And, you know, before you know it, you're trapped yeah. in something that you never planned to be trapped in. So it's not always from a place of self-hate. Yeah. For me, it was a skin disorder. I have yeah. hormonal acne and I've been dealing with it up until now that I know better. Mm. I know I don't need to use toning creams. I still use them sometimes because they're prescribed by my esthetician or dermatologist mm. um, to remove acne scars. Um, but... I wouldn't just use any bleaching cream just because I want to get like, I have other ways to maintain my skin tone, to keep my skin bright. Yeah. We now have the IVs. Yeah. I do a yeah. lot of chemical peels. Um, like right now I've been using retinol oil on my skin. So it just constantly exfoliates your skin. And I use sunscreen. I didn't used to take sunscreen seriously. Oh yeah. I, I did not used to take sunscreen seriously up until two years ago. And then I started using sunscreen more and I realized, well, my skin actually looks healthier, better yeah, than before and still bright when the way you I say like it. Yeah. So now when you say healthier, because now I'm going to go back to what you said about um, what people were in, in, what's the word? They were complimenting you now. Mm-hmm. So people were complimenting you when you were using these creams. Mm-hmm. But how did that now make you feel? Because you conti- you continued using them, obviously because you wanted to even everywhere else. Yes. But deep down, did that make you feel like, oh, well, if they're complimenting me, maybe I look better than I did before. Of yeah, course. of course. Of course. I felt like yeah. I look better than before. Because everybody, <sighs> you know, saying, it. saying the same thing. But yeah. could you see it for yourself? You, you, did you feel it as well? Did you feel it like, okay, I actually feel like I look better now than I did before. I mean, it's, it, it's words, right? It's so mm. powerful. You start to feel that way. Right. Like, yeah, I actually look better. Um, I have to keep up. Mm. I have to maintain this tone. Mm. I have to maintain. And it's it's where you're trying to maintain it <laughs> that you start dabbling. Because these things, you use them for a while. Yeah. They don't work for so long. Mm. It, it stops working. You're looking for something stronger. That you go into that, it stops working. And that's how you really, really damage, damage your skin. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't want to sound like, you know, somebody on a high horse, right? But I've never used bleaching products, um, like maybe a, a cream or whatever, knowingly. But I know that, like when I say knowingly, I, I, I didn't set out to buy any bleaching products. And mm-hmm. I, ha- I have not used any, to my knowledge, apart from those ones that have like maybe like 1%, 2% to um, correct, as you said. Yeah. But interesting thing is that people... I've been going out lately and people have been saying like, oh, you're really light skin. Like on Instagram, you look darker. Like mm-hmm. maybe like you're doing something to your pictures. Like you just look lighter in person. And that's especially when I wear... Because even when I met you, you weren't this light. Okay. So, no, see now. Yes. Right, I was even going to get to that this now. This many right? years ago. Uh-huh. So now I was thinking, wait, so if you people think that I'm lighter in person and... On Instagram, you think I look darker because I have this thing of I never like my foundation to ever look like white. Yeah. So I always buy the foundation that's darker. Mm-hmm. So now I'm thinking, so have I all these years been using <laughs> the wrong shade? And now going back to what you said about when you first met me. Now I was going to talk about this thing. You know, when you see people's pictures from like back in the days, they always look darker. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, is it? The cameras we were using, because it, come on guys, it can't all just be camera, camera, sun, lighting, all that that we didn't have before that is now making people just look darker 
automatically. I think when you're younger, your skincare routine, the way you take care of yourself is totally different as as of now. Like, I'm sure if I walk into your um, beauty room, Mm. I mean, I would see products that are really really good or well known as opposed to before when we just shower <laughs> your deodorant you, you you use the same cream for your mm-hmm. body all the way to your face mm-hmm. and you're gone you don't even apply sunscreen nighttime routine is not I so great you know you don't exactly you don't yeah. do um body scrubs you don't mm. really take care of yourself as mm-hmm. much as you do as you get so, older so yes you actually proves what i was saying about that back in the days you actually just didn't look after your skin. Mm -hmm. So therefore the dead skin and, you know, the discoloration was there, but now, and this comes down to money as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. when we were younger, we might not have had the opportunity to spend Mm -hmm. as much and we didn't care enough. We're Mm -hmm. probably more concerned about other things, Yeah. but now we're so concerned about it. But people that actually, for people like me that would say, Oh, I've never bleached. I've never done this. But then again, you say that, but you don't actually realize that, the products you're using, they have not, maybe not bleaching agents, but even toning, um, like the retinol, um, hydroquinone, because a lot of things like Cosmolan, it has like, even though they say doesn't really have, but these things, obviously, if you're doing chemical pills, because I do chemical pills, mm-hmm. they're stripping, it's stripping, um, hyper, hyperpigmentation away, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just for the people out there that will be sitting there and be like, Oh, I don't bleach. I've not done that. You might have toned. And you don't know it. You just—it's just a way of you keeping your skin fresh. Mm. So how do we? How do you think? But when people are talking about bleaching, I don't Mm. think they're talking about people looking better ten years later. I think they're usually referring to those people that that come from, you know. But I think the lines sometimes get blurred. People that do it the Michael Jackson way. (laughs) There's people that do it the extreme. There's people that actually use cream, and it's it's not cream cream. They're literally just looking after their skin. So yeah, but. There's a thin line. As you said, the person would start looking lighter and mm-hmm. it's not that they set out to bleach, mm-hmm. but it's, again, healthier skin. So is healthier skin now linked to brighter skin, lighter skin? Do you see what I mean? Like brighter, lighter, okay, there's a so thin now, line. Um, you, you mentioned something called melanin. Mm. When you're taking care of your skin properly, it shouldn't really affect your melanin production. Mm. So if you were dark, and you take care of your skin, your skin should be glowing. It should look healthy. Mm-hmm. If maybe you were naturally lighter, but perhaps due to, um, you know, lack of extensive self-care, mm. your skin is not as it should be. And then you start taking care of your skin and you get lighter. Mm. That's a different ballgame. Right. When we talk about bleaching, <laughs> we're talking about really stripping off layers of your skin um i mean i think there was a video one time that was trending where this lady was literally peeling off she had done this chemical bath and then she was literally peeling off the skin like you could see her skin falling off and then a whiter layer you know showing up after she had done that okay, so, so do you remember that video no i have not seen that but i'm getting my head, my head yes kind of like, I, don't know. I don't know if anybody else i've seen it okay so now we've discussed it so now there's a difference between toning and moving you know being darker when you were a bit younger because you weren't looking after your skin as much mm-hmm. now we're going into the actual act of bleaching so that's Mm -hmm. intentionally trying to whiten your skin and there have been a lot of documentaries on it there was beverly nyers Mm -hmm. a skin documentary lola Mm -hmm. oj did a documentary on it as well Mm -hmm. and um 
we saw, well, <laughs> I didn't see what you, you, you're talking about, but they've seen it. But I, I saw some really crazy things mm-hmm. online about the way people are so serious about getting rid of this melanin that they use things that they don't even know what's inside it, uh, what, what people have mixed in it. And they end up getting things like skin cancer. Mm-hmm. They um, destroy some of their organs because of the chemicals are getting into their blood systems. Mm-hmm. Now, but people are still doing it. That's the crazy thing. Even with knowing certain side effects, they're still doing it. So everybody knows there's no um, health benefit from bleaching, um, but people do it anyway. And this is the psychological part of things. Um, I think society pressure, um, maybe slave trade mentality, the mm. desire to be more ac- accepted comes into play at this point in time. So it's not about safety anymore. Mm. It's not about um the future of what it would do to me is about now for the people who are still doing it is about, I want to look like this and I'm, and I'm going to look like that. And this Mm. is how I'm going to go about it to whatever extreme that they're looking at getting there. Yeah. When you say society, um, I think the media has a big part to play, a big, yes, huge part, a really part to huge play. Part to play. Because, um, you know, before people would complain that it's only fair-skinned women that are on mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was that that advert that um, one of the Big Brother ex-housemates was in. Yeah. And um, I know Sophie uh, actually spoke about it mm-hmm. online. And she was like, this is such poor representation because you had black, darker women gawking at a mixed race lady mm-hmm. and they were literally like oh that like, you can use this soap so you can look like her like she mm-hmm. looks so beautiful doesn't mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. now the message that is sending out to young dark skin darker skin women and those that didn't even think oh there was anything wrong with their skin before will start to think that's what you that's how you need to look exactly. to be accepted yeah um i, I think the the message they were trying to pass across the way they went about it was not really the greatest. Mm. Um, but I don't think the intention of the owner is to belittle dark skinned people. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. So it might not be, so that's the thing. People, we don't really know what we're doing because we're so used to it. I mean, in secondary school, when they're doing the prospectus, when there's an excursion in Nigeria, they always pick no, the mixed race kids first this. now. Don't tell, no, yes, no. they always put them on the cover of the of the school book. They always put them in front. Um, whenever the school wants um, students to represent them, they choose the mixed race kids first. They even even generally just to prove that a school is international and good. Okay, yeah, they on their prospectus the, and mm-hmm. on their website, they tend to put the mixed race kids out there as opposed to the darker skinned kids who are maybe more intelligent mm. you know i mean i'm not saying they're more intelligent but maybe you have That's a darker um, skin child that is an a star student but they won't pick you to put you in the front line of the school's perspectives a representation of the school and so many things they're mm. most likely going even in in class and they do all this competition and they'll say who is the finest girl in this class most likely yes, the light skin girl. girl you know so you, you can imagine a, a young girl growing up in that kind of environment who is dark skin and you just can't wait till you grow up so that you can get to that place. So yeah. it, it comes from so many different places, but people just like to narrate 
um, yeah. and, you know, act like the people that do it are the most disgusting people in the world. It's a lot mm. of psychological, yeah. um, there's a lot of trauma, trauma as well. Yes, yeah, no, definitely. That leads to that. Even, even yeah. when they talk about it in terms of, um, slave mentality, it's still a level of trauma. Yeah. You know? And, you know, even when you think about like parents, um, and aunties and just like family members, you know, the way they even talk about, um, describe kids so maybe they'll say like oh yellow pepper or ah mm-hmm. oh, my yellow dish or mm-hmm. and then maybe the other one yeah coke and fanta mm-hmm. and it's not like oh yeah coke coca-cola <laughs> and then they'll be calling that like, yeah doo in your mm-hmm. they'll say yeah doo mm-hmm. like oh the the dark skin one it's like when i come back from school when i was in boarding school i'll come back from school and you know everybody at home my aunties ah what happened to you okay you yeah, look so, so dark. dark yeah you know and they'll have that face like, like you disgusting. look so dark. <laughs> uh-uh, you're not taking care of yourself mm-hmm. in that school. What is going on? Yeah. Look at your face, so black. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hms. they're, they're like, like, you're, like you're just like it with dirt. You know, it just keeps registering mm-hmm. in your head, and you're growing up. The day you have access to mm-hmm. solve that, like solve that problem, mm-hmm. I mean, it's now a problem for you, right? Because yeah. all your life they've been describing you that way. They always say. I bet go you that you don't need to see as you're black. Yeah. See as you're black, like, is being black a crime? There was this guy that one black, like, mm. you know, they just, yeah. you know, reference people that way. Yeah. And a lot of young girls went through this, um, even from the people that they love the most. Yeah, even parents. From like their parents, parents their they, teachers. There's some parents that they're literally like, oh, is that my child? Because all of us are fair, and then they have whoop, this mm-hmm. dark skin child, and mm-hmm. they're like, okay, yeah, this is our, you know, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, but it's just a shade, it's a color, but it's the notion that we are all light skin, but you're all black people, and that's one mm-hmm. thing that people tend to forget mm-hmm. that dark black people come in different shades, mm-hmm. and they just like to emphasize when once there's somebody that looks on the darker side in a family, they will pinpoint that person, or if there's a light skin person they kind of like uphold them like, oh yeah, see our fine baby in the Mm. family. And then there's still the case of, I mean, it doesn't just end at um, bleaching. It's for people that bleach, sometimes their defense is, well, I'm I'm bleaching, you you two, you're wearing blonde hair. You're wearing lashes. That's not real. You wear makeup. That's Mm. not real. You know? I mean, you know, that's how some people Mm. see it. So people are. So really it's like here. it's a general for some people. It's this is just a general beauty routine. The way you wear wigs, you wear fake hair to make yourself look pretty. It's how I want to put cream on my body because Sweet. that it makes me feel pretty when I'm lighter. You know. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> that analogy is very interesting. Yeah. But okay, you own a cosmetics company, Dabota Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Now you must see a lot of women <laughs> that come in and. They maybe they they they're darker and they want to use lighter foundation and you're like no this is the color that they should use right mm-hmm. like what do you do in those situations how do you even talk to these women or because I, I don't I, I could I don't know like how you would want a lighter foundation than your color and not see that is it does it's not gonna work for you mm, I get how that with my this? more mature clients and mm. it's. It's not really about them wanting to look fairer. It's just, they just like their powder to look bright. Oh, is it just a thing? It's just a thing. They feel like when they take pictures, you know, like as you age, mm. your your face drops gradually. Um, and it's almost like 
the darker your foundation and powder is, the more, like, it almost feels like you don't look happy. But mm. when it's brighter, it covers a lot of blemishes. It See? looks more porcelain-like. And, and, and they feel good about it. Ah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. We just work a way that it doesn't look scary. Like you're not yeah, because that's like what a... I'm thinking. Like, if you're a different shade and you've got a different shade, it's like you look like you have a white cast over your face. Mm. Like, is there anything like weird that you found in this business, like with women that have been purchasing your product products? Because I don't, um, I've only just recently gone into skincare where I have an acne set. Mm. Um, that's that's with that product. I have seen a lot, as opposed to makeup, where maybe I've just seen people who have used um, bad cream, mm. so they have like bad case of melasma or sunburn around their eyes what or what do you call that you know when some women's necks are like burnt like it's is green you can see that it's green and then it's got patches what is that called mm. have you seen have you seen have you seen like they're their different there are different reasons for that so it could be from using harsh chemicals on your skin um sometimes it might just be some medical condition that causes it yeah because a lot of them, I see them, they, and they, they can't the go green, out. The, the green and <laughs> yeah. red eyes. Yeah. And, and a lot of them say like they can't go out during the day because the sun. Do you know some people it. take pride in looking like that? Like, but green. Yeah. People take pride in looking green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, when you're in the beauty industry, you meet all kinds of people. So sometimes I go to the markets just to see what's happening there. Mm. And I've met girls that will say, forget. You see all this and it shows that you're taking care of yourself, that you're like, you're a big girl, you're rubbing cream. Your skin has to get to that point where it looks like rubber. That's when you know that you've arrived. Yes. So different people, different mentality. You'll be, you'll be shocked. You know, the different stories, the different reasons and ways people go about bleaching. It's not just somebody looking at themselves and thinking, I hate myself. It's, it goes from so many yeah, different levels that you cannot begin to yes. imagine. Because and they have them that. in groups. And they feel good about themselves when they see your skin looking at it. It's like, yes, yeah, this, this woman is really rubbing cream. Yeah, it's a thing of pride. Yeah, maybe it also shows that she has affluence or money. Uh-huh. To, because you have to have money to continue that continue, Yeah. So, uh, whereas outside the people on the outside probably looking in thinking, oh, it's self-confidence. But what you're saying is it's not always self-confidence. And like, some people are looking at them thinking, oh, this woman looks horrible. But right? she has a group of people where she's coming from that she has a bad, mm-hmm. bad bitch that mm-hmm. she has rubbed cream. The skin is now looking like rubber. Are you kidding me? And you know? <laughs> and she will tell you, how dare you talk to me? Do you know how much I, I spend on my body? You know how much I use on my skin, you know? So it's different levels to this thing. I've even gotten to a point where I give up. I know my own story. Mm. I know how it started. And that's for me. Have people said that you've bleached? Yes. People always like, I've had people attack me, Mm. you know, at different times saying, oh, I'm bleaching and whatnot. And in my head, I'm just like, I'm not even going to explain myself to you. I'm not going to talk to you about Mm. it because you don't even know the kind of, things I deal with with my skin Mm. you know so there are times when you see that when I'm not struggling with any kind of acne or whatever my skin is like now my skin tone is Mm. not different from when I was a kid 
mm-hmm. at this point. But because, you know, my early adult years, when I wasn't really taking care of myself, um, I look way uh, darker. Uh, and then there was a time when I was really actively using toning creams, I look way lighter. People just conclude that, oh, you, you didn't, you've never looked like this before. Right. You know, but I don't bother myself because I know the right. struggles. I know how it feels to, you know, see those things on your body and yeah. feel helpless and not be able to do anything about it. Like right now, when I have those breakouts, I have safer ways to go about it. Mm. Two weeks last week, I went and I did a um, vampire facial. So basically, you know, forcing your skin to produce collagen, mm. um, elastin, more firm, tighten yeah. your pores, you know, cleanse, remove the acne scars without bleaching. The skin will heal on its own and bring about new skin and yeah. you're just looking flawless. You know, without knowledge and education of certain things, you know, people you don't can know. listen to you now and feel like, yeah, but you're probably, that's like some form of like bleaching or something. And it's not, but it's, it's not. they just are not aware it's not. of what actually some mm-hmm. of these uh, procedures entail. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think it's just literally hydroquinone you are using. Mm-hmm. Even the glutathione, this is a really big thing now. Is it the glutathione? glutathione. Yeah, never yes. that. Glutathione um, yes. drips, right? Mm-hmm. The IV. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, let's talk about that because people have been using that and before I, I thought it was for like health benefits. Then I found out it was for like skin, like just to brighten up your skin. But people, some people have made it like a weekly routine or monthly whatever resume where they actually are on these drips and mm-hmm. they start to actually look lighter as opposed yeah. to just like- your body naturally produces glutathione um and it's an o- antioxidant it really does a lot of good for your system your kidneys your skin so many health benefits when you start to use glutathione, the side effect is it stops your melanin production. Most people that use it are usually cancer patients. Okay. They use it to help them to revive their organs that have gone through so much from chemotherapy. And then you notice that pale side of them. They okay, become yeah, pale yeah. during the recovery stage. You know, So once people had found out and because your body naturally produces it, it's mm. not it's not as harmful right. if you use it, um, maybe you, you don't abuse it. It's not as harmful, but it will still help with that. That side effect is what people are looking for whilst yeah. they're also enjoying the other benefits of glutathione. And that's why it's so popular and people aren't condemning it because it's, it's really yeah. not harmful as... Yeah, you know, uh, people aren't condemning it, but people are literally using it as another form of bleaching. Like, in yeah, a way. it's a side effect. It's a side effect. Regardless, you still get the other benefits. The side effect is your melanin production. But surely there slows must be down. some type of yeah. But there must be another side effect for you using something, even though it's in your body. But the fact that you're like abusing too much it, of glutathione can actually affect your liver. Yes, I th- I thought so. Yeah, too much of it, liver. especially when you're taking it by IV. If you take glutathione mm. orally, mm. um, by the time your body breaks it down, there's little to nothing that goes into your system. So you have to take the pill like every day for about six to eight months for you to actually see the effect. Which is why mm. people, um, or maybe scientists, or decided or made it more 
accessible. Or maybe popular opinion is it's better to do it with IV. It's just like vitamin C. If you like take 2,000 milligrams, 3,000 milligrams, your body will just take what it needs and the rest will come out in your urine. Um, Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Because I, you know, Instagram, social media life, everybody wants to look their best. They want to show, you know, that they're glowing. Their life is fantastic, all that stuff. But, um, there's like a, a, I don't know if there's a thin line now, but but there is a thin line between looking good and also harming your body in the process of just trying to look brighter online. So, Things like filters now, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> I was saying this yesterday. They're like, wait, hold on. We're all obsessed with filters. Mm-hmm. Like, once you just put your normal face and say, ah, no, this thing is not smooth. Eh, let's move to a filter. Mm-hmm. And the filter tends to always be lighter. I've never had a filter where it makes me look dark. Unless mm-hmm. it's maybe... There's a- only one on Instagram that gives you this bronzed out look the, I think it's called, I think it's called Los Angeles <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah but every it. other filter yeah it's makes light. you brighter yeah lighter, lighter yeah. brighter smoother everything but that brighter is the one that is tripping me now because as I sit here and say oh I don't really care about being light skin I don't know but I too actually like the brighter filter mm-hmm. you know I don't really care about bleaching I wouldn't really bleach my skin like I wouldn't sit down and say you know what this skin I want to bleach it okay but, so there's a difference between bright yeah yeah light. yeah yes that's, I said that earlier white mm-hmm. <laughs> white is Michael Jackson not necessarily not bleached bleached is Michael Jackson bleached is Michael Jackson white was white is just being Caucasian Okay, we can put it that way. <laughs> Bright is just looking like sunshine, glowing. Glowing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that filter. Mm-mm. So it's but different. That filter, there's something, there's some filters that just make you look almost mixed race. Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen those filters? I you, don't like them. You don't like them. But I like, I like filters them. that just give me a natural glow. Hey. So on Instagram, my favorite, no, on Snapchat, my favorite filter is natural glow and soft glow. It just blows out everything without mm. changing the shape of your face. Because I already have like long yeah. face. Yeah. And most of the apps are giving you, you the, the yeah, aesthetic same, look. Yeah, the uh, yeah and the, everything. Yeah. So it just makes me look like a drag queen. And I don't like it. <laughs> so I just use my soft glue. Or Good Day. Good Day just changes the <laughs> general <laughs> tone. You but not, not change your the shape of your face. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, but like Instagram is a problem when it comes to light skin. Uh, but let's leave Instagram for a minute. And let's talk about some of these men. Because how have men played a role? Yeah, I'm looking at you. How have men played a role in this whole like bleaching thing? Hmm. They've played a huge role. Yes, they have. <laughs> a, a very huge role in this. Has, has a guy ever said to you like anything about like your skin tone? Be like, oh, maybe, oh, I wish you a bit lighter or... Oh, you know, I usually date like light-skinned girls. Is there any type mm-hmm. of comment like that? Not about me, but just generally expressing themselves about the mm-hmm. kind of women they like. I had a guy that told me one time, oh, I have yellow fever. I like yellow girls. He's definitely <laughs> sick. <laughs> you know, different, it's, it's preference. You can't really judge people for fair, saying fair. they prefer a lighter-skinned mm-hmm. woman because there are men that would not even go near a light-skinned woman yeah. and will go, yes, because of media entertainment, more light-skinned women are on TV or, you know, you see them on the arms of people that are talked about. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't mean that dark-skinned women are not still bagging really, really good mm-hmm. men. In fact, 
sometimes I feel like men play a lot with light skin girls. Yeah, and yeah, I was wife up a lot of dark skin girls. Yeah, and it's crazy, but it's it, it I notice most times you say it, I mean, mm. check every Saturday. You have ten wedding photos. Mm. Maybe like eight of the brides are dark skin. There's only two light skin. It, and you see all these light-skinned girls with so much drama yes. in their relationship. And I'm just like, what is going on here? Do you, know, you know what? It might also be like, yeah, as you said, that maybe they don't take light skin. Because if we generalize now, it'd be hard. But let's just say for the sake of the topic, right? You know, light-skinned women, because they're almost seen as like this, maybe like they're in that category of like, oh, trophy. Mm-hmm. Because of the, the way the society has mm-hmm. built up light-skinned women. Maybe they look at them like, oh, they, as they, what's it, they lust over them as opposed to look like, oh, think of them as, oh, wife material. And also because light skinned women are told all the time, maybe that they're pretty, you're beautiful. They also feel like, yeah, I can get any guy, whatever I, I can want. do. I can do anyhow. I don't there's, know. There's light skin the, privilege. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's it definitely exists. light skin privilege. It, I'm it not exists. even going to lie. Um, but there's still more powerful, beautiful black, black women, yes. dark skin women, yes, as well. Vice versa, but I think I think with the light skin thing, it, it's just louder. It's because, just louder. Yes. You know, the whole world looks up to first world countries, and mm. those people are light skin. Mm. They're the people that created most of the technology that we have today. So mm. our first and most of our first encounters with um entertainment media tv mm. um the whole glitz and glam mm. of of you know the the life in the fast lane luxury yeah. you usually see white caucasian light people they always like in america they complain a lot you know when these basketball players and entertainment people when they're struggling or whatever when they're just trying to make it they have like maybe a darker skinned woman mm-hmm. that has been with them or whatever and then when they make money they move on to a light-skinned woman, mixed race, or a white lady. And that's what, like, have you have you noticed that? I've observed that. It happens a lot, but it's not necessarily... Um, I don't know. Exclusive Girl, I'm to dark-skinned nope. women. Nope, I think, I think there's something about it. I Somebody mean, said something to me one time that... Um, sometimes men see the women that they struggled with when you know they've made it as a reminder, yes, of, a reminder of their poverty, of their poverty or struggle, mm-hmm. so they want to be around um, women who are maybe more <clears throat> flashier. The kind of women they used to see on TV now, those kind yes. of women were light skin. So most of them were light skin. So yeah. you know, at that time, they're just living out their fantasy. Yeah, and some of them um, realize this is just a fantasy. Others just, you know, carry yeah, on with it. and to be fair, I mean, people are probably going to say their own opinion or whatever, but I feel like you're right. Uh, we're both right. And the fact that light-skinned women are probably not interested in those men at that point in time. Like the guys, maybe they're, they're struggling. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they are. They, ah. Man, if you go to, the, if you go to, if you go to, go to the US, go to the UK, you see those fine mixed girls that are struggling with one body. Yeah, we see you somewhere. Yeah. Somebody said something <laughs> earlier today about, about like in the UK, you could never hear of someone gifting someone a car. In the UK, I told them yes, because in the UK, men in the UK are literally asking you for 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you, oh, can you help me with 50 pounds? Can you help me with 100 pounds? Like, what's all this help, help 24 7? 
it's not their culture. It's not their no. culture to spoil women. No. Yeah, fair. Everybody does their your your one pound yes. is your one pound. Yes. My one pound is my I one agree. pound. But that's what I'm saying. So don't use those people in our kidney because UK <laughs> men don't even <laughs> But yeah, um the light skin the light skin thing is definitely associated with money mm-hmm. affluence and once you've made it it's like a stamp like okay now i've got me and a then also um the era so people who were born in the 50s and the 60s um who are way older mm-hmm. still appreciate women that have the whole african woman vibe mm-hmm. you know natural beauty brown healthy skin nice hair mm-hmm. no too much makeup they still appreciate that yeah um but then the, over time, things have also changed. And um, <clears throat> I would say maybe this generation or maybe the gen- maybe our generation mm. as of 10 years ago would really be thinking, oh, if you weren't light-skinned, you probably wouldn't mm. get that role. You probably wouldn't get the yeah. gig. You won't be called, you know, back. You probably won't get the job. Yeah. You won't just be favored. Mm. But I think things are changing now. Yeah, I think things the generation really changed. Like yes, Gen this, Z, yes, I think it's changing. They're, they're changing now. Yeah. Because you, you see now, in fact, with big brands, with international, really, really big international brands, you see that it's almost like it's a must to include that black figure because mm. the world is moving towards, everybody's appreciating themselves. Yeah. People are taking care of their natural mm-hmm. hair now. Um, rocking the natural hair even more than, you know, the wigs. And even when we're putting the wigs, we're trying to make it look as natural as possible. Ah, yeah, know? that's why we all have lace fronts. Yeah. We're trying to look natural. Honey, trying. Trying. My husband will be like, if I can see that net, get in trouble. <laughs> you better just take it off if I'm going to be able to see that net. Oh God, it's a struggle. But no, yeah, I think things are moving forward in that sense. So this is just a reminder again for women who are considering maybe bleaching their skin. And when we say bleaching, we've already differentiated between toning, looking better than you did 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you just get rid of that dead skin. Yes. And Michael Jackson white. Michael Jackson white. Yeah. So really, we're really... That's the problem. Michael Jackson, problem. when you try to do, when you go that route, that's the problem. Poor MJ is minding his business in the grave and we're here just calling him out. But I mean, can you imagine? Like oh he was, God. he was the greatest. Yeah. And he went through that phase. Mm. So you can imagine people, the kind of pressure that they face. Yeah. Know? It's not easy. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I feel well, okay. I mean, look at Beyonce. Beyonce is light-skinned. She's mixed race, you know. She's one of the biggest. Yeah, um, but we have... Hold on, before we go, can we just at least name maybe some women who are dark-skinned and are really, like, making it? Like, oh, maybe superstars. Because I would say, okay, so for musicians, we have, like, Beyonce, Rihanna, but they're both light-skinned. I'm trying to think of... I mean, like, Rihanna... Rihanna is so light. Remember when Rihanna started? Yeah. She, she was darker. She, she was like a lot a darker yeah. than she is right now. You know? So, any... Imagine a girl that has been following her from 10 years ago. Mm. And you're looking at Rihanna now. Rihanna is looking brighter That's and brighter awesome. and brighter and glowing. No, you're right. Trust me, you, you want to get on mm. that level. So, when people talk about this skin lightning and bleaching thing i try not to get too involved in the topic because it's so wide Mm, it's It's such a wide and complicated um, topic to discuss and the reasons and the rationalism behind Mm. 
people going into it is so wide as well. Like you can't really break it down. But yes, it's okay to antagonize people and say, oh, you hate yourself because you're bleaching without even understanding the situation, you know. I think it's a judgment. If, if you want to, if you want to do that, it's fine. But mm-hmm. I would consider it really ignorant. Like a lot of people really have ignorant mm-hmm. opinions when it comes to skin bleaching. Really, really ignorant opinions. And sometimes I look at, I'm just like, Lord, help me not to say something about yeah. this. Because what else? I, I think it's easier to just um, judge <clears throat> and comment as mm-hmm. opposed to acknowledge, um, get some knowledge, knowledge or, and understand, understand yeah. what is actually going on because mm. a lot of people as you said they're not bleaching because bleaching is not or... even just limited to black people mm. asian people bleach oh a- the asian market and bleaching is a whole different ball game they, they really do bleach their skin even a lot of mixed race people yeah. they bleach they still Ooh, bleach their skin yes they that. do especially ni- there are many mixed race girls in this part of the world maybe because of the weather because people are not like again i said people don't really promote the use of sunscreen. Mm. So you grow up when you're at home, being taking care of your parents, you're this mm. really pale, curly hair, mm. light skin, pretty girl. And then you're growing up, you've gone to secondary school, you're moving up and down Lagos State, maybe mm. you're working, you're getting darker and darker, you're no more looking like that mm. person. And they use bleaching creams a lot. They use it. Mm. Yes. Asian people use bleaching oh. creams like crazy because of the caste system in their society where even in India yeah I I had a friend in school from Pakistan and you know she'd ask me to find creams that she knows that they have strong bleaching creams in Africa if I can get for her and I'm just like why are you bleaching you're already known for yeah we're already you're already white but not not that we're known no, for. No, it's just but it's, a lot of people are getting away without. Yes, um, there's no checks and regulations yeah. of um, what mm-hmm. um, the components of what is in your cream. So they can easily just share that out with people privately mm-hmm. without actually even making it a well-known business. It's like with surgery, people go to DR and you oh know they God, have all this underground. You know, gonna, hospitals. We might have to call you back for surgery. <laughs> but we should really talk about you the know? surgery thing. Because yeah. I think I have made comments about the surgery thing before. And my yeah. thoughts, Have you ever done anything to your body? No. 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 Okay. But it, but do you know what? It doesn't mean I wouldn't. I, my, my stance has always just been that if you're going to do your body, I think you should like go to the right place to do it. And also do it because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Not because you feel like everybody is doing something or some guy is telling you to do it because the problem with that is later if everybody stops doing it then it's like oh they stopped or if the guy but goes, isn't that life though yeah but isn't that life to... everything has it there was a time when size zero was everything and we're all starving ourselves people were yeah. starving themselves now to be a model you don't have to be sticky. exactly so you're moving you know? with the times as opposed to moving with what you really want so it's if hard. in 10 years time having that figure it is not it then mm-hmm. everybody's moving that way too it, it is what it is Yes, beauty in the sixties is yes. not beauty yes. in the eighties. Yes. Not beauty in the nineties. But do we have to move with the times? Ah, oh, I'm so sad. We There's some people that thing. just don't change. Like especially like with the creams, there are people mm-hmm. that are not bothered with bleaching their skin. They're comfortable mm-hmm. in their own mm-hmm. skin. If they're light skin, they're fine. They're dark skin, they're mm-hmm. fine. But it is so, what it so is. So all you're saying is that you should just do what you whatever it is you want to do, do which which I think do. is fair. But so, what happens with that is sometimes when you do when you when you're not doing it for yourself and you're doing it for 
society, when that changes, you have to now like change again. I don't know. But to be honest, if it makes them happy, that's fine. It's life. No, it's life. Yes. It's life. Okay. It's, life. it's like, it's like giving birth. Uh-huh. Um, maybe 50 years ago, people didn't really have many, like the kind of options that we have today mm-hmm. where even before you're ready, you can oh, choose to say, elective. oh, yeah. I w- I'd like to have a CS mm-hmm. or, you know, go through the vagina mm-hmm. um, delivery. It will be, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. But then they didn't have that kind of option. So you can imagine how people were really struggling. A lot of women mm-hmm. died from childbirth yeah. complications because they didn't have that option. Yeah. So we will just yeah, keep moving with the times. They don't have a BBL because they don't have a bum. That's, they don't yeah. die because of that. Hey. Surprise. Some people have gone into depression. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that, but yeah. They've gone into Fair, depression because they can't do their body. Oh, gosh. I'm They're so not sad. happy with themselves. Yeah. They hate themselves every yeah, day. themselves. So that's fine. So, if you hate yourself for that, fine. But not because society is telling you to hate yourself. But then again, it, it's still, it's, it's it's still, still relative. Day, it's, re- yeah. it's still relative. Even politics, everything. Just try to be stronger. Yes. At the end of the day, out there. yeah, do what's good for you. And mm. with everything, like I say, when people say, when you rub bleaching cream, you're going to have cancer. You don't have to. There's so many different kinds of yeah, cancer. Yeah. And, you know, you do. It's not only from bleaching cream. Mm. And um, the truth is, you may not have cancer, but people walk out of their homes every day and don't make it back. You know, so whatever it is you're doing, just make sure you know, you know, what you're doing. You mm. research into it and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Have a purpose, have a goal that you want to achieve. When you get there, try to maintain, you know, your skin. For now, we're talking about bleaching. So if maybe you wanted to look a little bit lighter, you feel like maybe you just want to brighten your skin or tone your skin a little bit. Mm. It's your personal choice. But whilst you're doing it, do it the safe way. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, 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 you know, with, with durations and whatever, just be more aware of what you're going into. Um, Bleaching too can be addictive as well. Oh, um, yeah. Yes, it can be really addictive. So you, it, it's, it's good to have somebody advise and supervise you whilst you're doing that. Because we actually, there are actually clinics and dermatologists that can actually supervise you to Wait, achieve bleaching. Yes. Medical practitioners that can actually supervise your process wow. so that you get to your desired goal when you get there <laughs> you just start you, laughing you, you, you can maintain it seriously? yes it, it's true it's true you actually have dermatologists and people that can help you achieve that look you want if you go to them and say this is how i want to look they will help you achieve it in the best way possible so maybe they may put you on iv drips knowing that the side effects of glutathione is mm. slow melanin production meaning over time as you're using sunscreen, as you're yeah. exfoliating, you will get lighter. Now, when you get there, how are we going to maintain it? That's how they come in. They help okay. you. And they just keep give, helping you until you can form your own routine. It, it happens. Okay. Like for people that have like scars, burns, yeah. stuff like that. You, you can actually have a, a medical practitioner you know, help you. You know what? Clear I, that. Yes. Okay. You know what? And I, I think the reason why some people are like, on what some people on the left and some people on the right is because some of these things they see it as like okay it's a life and death situation or it's a um as you said like maybe someone has scars and burns and they want to correct it um that way but if somebody says oh i just want to be finer they look at it like 
this is this is silly. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're like, what's the reason? So for many this? things are silly. Yeah, but what you're saying is that you know exactly. So yeah. I think maybe we also some of us have to open up our minds a bit open more. Open up our minds and learn more. Be that. more educated. If yeah. people spend more time educating themselves about things as supposed to just um airing out baseless mm-hmm. opinions mm-hmm. and you know sharing hateful comments. Mm-hmm we would understand better and we would live in a better society. Yeah. We won't be judging each other so harshly. Yeah. And you can actually advise as opposed to constantly criticizing. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you criticize people to a point where mm. they're immune to your criticism, um, some part of their head and with maybe with the circle of people that they're doing those things where they just start to look at you as a jealous person, yeah. you're a hater. In yeah. fact, your, your, your stupid talk is motivating them more and they want to do it more. I mean, they will say, you know what? I'm going to be 10 shades lighter. They are haters. They are jealous of me. But if you approach people Mm. with wisdom, Mm. with sense, with knowledge, you know, you can understand better. You might even have a better insight as to what they want to achieve and what they're really doing. That's not to say that they're not people that are just plain stupid. Mm. You know, that not, they don't just do it for themselves, they actually make people feel low and bad that are not of themselves that are not doing it. Oh, right, you yeah, always have those ignorant bunch, fair and good, but I would wish the majority would um, be more educated in, in the areas of skincare, especially this area of skin bleaching that, you know, is, is mm. sort of like a pandemic, really yeah. and truly. Um, nobody wants their kids somebody like me i would never want my daughter to touch anything that would lighten her skin or tone her skin i would never want that and i'm glad i can say that confidently because i know better ways to take care of your skin and i can teach her from now so she doesn't need to you know go and look for if she if she ends up having acne like me mm. i now know better ways right. to okay. to treat it i know oral medications i know how i can take my daughter to the dermatologist mm. as opposed to you know with me where my first point of um solution was to clear the spot mm-hmm. fade it out of my body i don't like this thing looks like crocrawl yeah. you know that kind of thing a lot of people have used like um chemical pills chemical pills so well. yeah so yeah but it's important for us all to have knowledge and to be open-minded mm-hmm. like yes. now with my acne set um oh yeah please yes please yeah plug. so i have this acne us. set and the contents of that product is everything that would just make your skin produce more collagen you say you're shed off right the dead skin okay. Tighten your pores so your pores are not open where bacteria mm. is going in easily and making you break out more. It has some anti-aging properties and it has a lot of vitamins to help, you know, nurture your skin. It's and nice. over time, you would realize that, okay, you know, it's actually clearing up mm. without me even bleaching my skin. Right. So 10, 10, 15 years of dealing with acne. You've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Is it about a skin care? What's it no, called? it's called Acne Solution Formula. Acne. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Acne mm. Solution Formula and it, we can get it on, we can hit you up on Instagram. Yes, on Instagram. Okay. And mm-hmm. about the cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the lipstick Bible. <laughs> Come on. It's coming back. Come back. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on Thank and you. shedding so much light on this um light topic. <laughs> Is it lightening topic? And we are um yeah, I hope you've 
all learned something and you know less judgment more knowledge and education on um things like this yes but we're still going to talk about this bbl thing bbl thing is a pandemic on its own so guys please follow and like and share this episode with your friends and please follow our lovely guest what's your handle double telosin at double telosin okay we'll see you guys next week bye hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.